0: Hello, goddess, queen, empress, welcome to the rise of the Creative Empress podcast. My name is Denise McKinney. I will be your hostess on this journey, and I am simply inviting you here with one primary goal and intention to eliminate complexity in your life as a transformational entrepreneur, whether that be a coach, a writer, a speaker, whatever it is that you do, if your goal is to have a big impact, a big income, changing people's lives, then this podcast is for you. I'm gonna be sharing stories of ways that I have overcomplicated my life with the intention that it helps you eliminate complexity in yours. I will be conducting interviews, sharing tidbits and tricks, and really we're just going on an adventure here together to make sure that we rise together with as little complexity as possible. So glad you're here. Make sure to subscribe and I'll see you in the next episode. Just a quick note for listeners. As a cisgender woman, I use and identify with many traditionally feminine pronouns. That said, it is my goal to be as inclusive to anyone who identifies as a creative coaching entrepreneur. So I ask lovingly for your patience, for your openness, and for your communication for any offense that I might unintentionally make so that we can grow and rise together. After a few bonus days, I hope you took me up on the invitation to send a recording through anchor.fm or on your anchor app. Would love to hear what your vision is for your practice, for your business. Please go ahead and send a voice note. I want to include those on the podcast and get your voices and your visions heard. For those of you who haven't been listening Just to let you know why I'm here, I really do believe that far, far too many new and newer coaches, female in particular, transformational leaders, are basically sitting on the sidelines, feeling lost and unable to build the coaching empires that they desire. Because there's too much to do, too much to learn, and not a clear roadmap to start. So, I created one. My name is Denise McKinney, and after years of obsessively studying the coaching and marketing industries, I've designed a step-by-step phased approach to building a coaching empire that eliminates complexity and allows coaches to do more of what they're good at, which is coaching, while seeing a real ROI without, without having to become a jack-of-all-trades, because it is a white-glove concierge service done for you. Please stay tuned for an upcoming launch in 2021 of Roadmap to Millions. That's a working title. doesn't really matter. It's going to be a really epic experience for a limited number of female coaching entrepreneurs who are ready to rise and elevate their business in 2021. I am stoked. I cannot wait. And it's getting even better as new partnerships come into play. It's so juicy. I can't wait to tell you guys about it. (laughs) but back to what we're here for today today's topic is oh snap what am i gonna do with my life i'm wondering if you've ever had that moment where you find yourself just in a situation or a place where you're sweating anxious worried all the time when i first started out on building this dream in 2016 i guess it was 2015 2016 i kept wondering what it was actually going to look like i had my vision and i had my goal and there was a big part of me that was like yeah it's gonna look exactly like that and yet there was a another part of me probably even bigger (laughs) that was thinking what the heck is this really gonna look like like what is it actually going to look like that seed of doubt was about the size of a grapefruit and I used to wake up literally I would wake up in the morning and before I even opened my eyes I could feel my heart rate skyrocket I didn't want to open my eyes because I just, I knew I would have to look in the face of things being and feeling the same and not really having enough belief to know, to know, to know, to know that things weren't going to look the same at some other point. It took a lot of moving forward having small wins here and there practicing gratitude to shift that but it used to be really painful to wake up like that I did I thought I was hiding it well which was a funny thing when you're sleeping next to someone and you have been for you know six seven years but my boyfriend was like no I definitely definitely can tell that you're stressed out when you wake up this is my ex because I just I so badly wanted to succeed that was my external goal right I just I so badly wanted to succeed I so badly wanted all of the training that I had done all of the certifications I had received or achieved all of the money I had spent To pursue this dream to mean something but more than that I really just didn't want to fail because failing meant it didn't it wasn't that it yeah it did it meant but it also felt I don't know if you can resonate with this but it felt like I was gonna miss living up to my purpose It was like I could see it. I could see this glowing future and I knew that that was living in fulfillment, living in service, being used by God to do something meaningful. And the idea that I couldn't get there or that I wouldn't get there, that I would somehow fail to meet that need that goal that desire and not only that but that purpose it broke my heart to think that that was possible I was and and not even just broke my heart I was nearly scared to death it was like I when you know something and you're not sure how to achieve it but at that time I didn't have what I later learned (laughs) and what I'll share with you in this story but it was terrifying I actually would not have been surprised if at that point in my life I'd had a heart attack in my early 30s late 20s I was chronically stressed out chronically and what it did was create these cycles of depression I had elation in between because I would create something new or be working with a new client or something to that effect but I still knew, and because I wasn't so good at practicing gratitude at the time as well, I still felt like I wasn't on my way yet. I felt like I was supposed to be doing something, something, something that was bigger and would, like I would know it when I felt it. I will tell you this. Nothing creates more complexity than extended periods of stress and worry about what you're going to do with your life or what your life is really going to look like. I was wondering what it was going to look like as a coach and whenever I was thinking, "Oh my god, this coaching thing is never going to work. Like I'm going to I'm going to end up I just I really need to go and get a job and work my way up." Um I was working in one so I was thinking like, "How can I how can I work my way up here because I'm going to need to stay with this?" For a long time uh find something else. if that doesn't work out i'm gonna just i'm gonna need to have someone else paying my paycheck. What the am I gonna do with my life and I guess what was real at the time was I knew what I wanted. I didn't know how to get there, and I frankly wasn't sure still wasn't sure if it was acceptable quote-unquote acceptable right I was still trying to live by other people's rules expectations sort of pictures of what life should be and the bigger epiphany that I had from that one was all of those rules I imagined them And then I took those imaginary rules. I constructed an idea of what that might mean to someone else based on things I had seen them do, heard them say, you know, observed them react to with other people. I projected those things onto myself and sort of thought those people would probably be saying the same things about me or thinking the same things about my choices, then I felt some kind of way about it and ended up stressed out about an entire world of nonsense that was going on in my head. Admitting that is actually kind of interesting because I'm thinking, God, that sounds absolutely crazy. But (laughs) my hope is (laughs) that... There are other people who've experienced this as well. People, when we say that we're worried about how people are going to respond, or we say, well, you know, I people aren't going to respond well to this, or people aren't going to buy it because of this, or people won't want to work with me because of X. How do we know that? There's an entire dialogue, I can almost guarantee it, because I know I'm not the only one, there's an entire dialogue going on in our head when we imagine that scenario when we go out and try to put something new and different out in the world we have a whole different script in our head but it's completely different than the script that highly successful people have I had a different script I was running a script that was so concerned about how other people were going to react to what I was doing that it blurred my vision of where I I wanted to go and how I was gonna get there but it really comes down to it everyone is just trying to figure out how to be happy you're taking drugs trying to escape because you want to be happy binge eating on food trying to escape because you want to be happy like the way it makes you feel sex like addiction all these different things are looking to fill a need and in a lot of times I mean I'm gonna equate love and happiness as if I, I believe there are only two emotions the polarities love and fear and they're necessary for us to experience love they have to experience the opposite or else love is just a concept right but in order to do that and I guess in hindsight I've experienced the fear now I'm experiencing a lot of the joy (laughs) Um, so thank you for I, I actually have and do say thank you for the low points now that I'm out of them because they were necessary in my journey for me to get to a place of joy and so I am grateful but everybody's just trying to be happy so I decided somewhere along this this line my plan was to live life on my own terms to say yes to whatever gave me joy as long as i wasn't hurting anyone i referred to it as following my bliss which sounds really fluffy and i think when i started doing it i remember posting on facebook as right before i closed my facebook account because I hated it I hated Facebook so much I hated being on social media and I was like I don't know why I do this this is not my bliss and I was like okay well if it's not my bliss I get to say no to it completely shut down all of my social media Um, wasn't doing all of the things that people said I was supposed to do LinkedIn you know XY and Z and I was happy (laughs) for a moment and I say for a moment because it sounds really fluffy and it sounds like yes this is amazing one thing I learned though about following one's bliss is that it's not blissful all the time there's a learning curve to that there's a growing edge to doing that and mine included well I mean 2019 2020 I ended up working as a server at a wine bar I studied real estate investing and if you've listened to any of my episodes before um, I will be totally transparent that was a I dabbled didn't I didn't plan to dabble I planned to go all-in but that's not what happened I slowly dissolved my coaching practice because I wasn't feeling the joy in it anymore I moved to China which if you guys are listening to this at a much later date um, it was subsequently hit by a pandemic that would sweep the world which then landed me in Bali for five months by some divine intervention. It was absolutely, I, 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 it was perfect, absolutely perfect that I ended up there and then ended up back home, clearer than I have ever been about my purpose, how to steer towards it and how to get there. And that didn't all happen overnight. There were moments when I was super, super clear within the last year, and then moments where I was like, oh, okay, that seems really clear, but now I feel lost again. And the difference is that I kind of realized that that lack of clarity leads to a lack of certainty, which equals a loss of faith, which leads to an ultimate complexity of taking my eye off the price and searching down every side street that comes up. Again, I'm ga- I'm grateful for my side streets at this point, but I know that I don't want to spend a lot of time on them anymore. These are the diversions and distractions we were talking about in the bonus episode a couple of days ago. Like I said, I don't regret the experience. I can say that now when I was in it, I regretted it when I was in it I literally felt like I was disconnected from my source I was disconnected from my ability to create on purpose because I knew I wasn't connected with my purpose and if you've ever experienced that before then you'll feel me when I say this it's one of the most painful things I've ever experienced I remember Looking at my boyfriend at the time, one day, and I was in a—I guess you could call it an up <laughs> of my cycle of down of depression. And I remember looking at him and saying, and this was up, mind you, in a moment I'm going to be in weeping in the story, but. I said I just feel like I want to start over. Like I don't I was like cuz a lot of times I feel like I don't want to be here. Like I'm not supposed to be here. And he looked at me and I said don't I'm not saying I want to commit suicide. That's not what I'm saying. I just it doesn't feel right I don't feel right inside of myself something doesn't feel right and I I just kind of want to start over and he held me as I, I I was cooking dinner I think he held me as I just started weeping there was I, if you guys are familiar with chakras you know we have our sacral and and um, All these different chakra points along our body, but my root chakra. I'd actually done an intensive coaching session with one of my colleagues from neuro linguistic programming, and we spent hours on this one issue that I was having this disconnection from my ability to feel connected to creation and life's purpose. It was devastating. It was devastating in hindsight like I said I don't regret it it was useful to me with retrospection but in the moment it felt like I was dying while I was living even though I was doing something that I loved it was because I kept looking and and I kept feeling unsure about how it was actually going to work out. I wasn't seeing any return on investment for my time, my energy, my faith. And I was thinking, I'm just going to, I'm going to have to give this up and do something else with my life. Interestingly enough, going halfway around the world, not coaching, (laughs) actually giving it up on purpose helped me get away from all of the ideas that I had all the constrictions all of the weight of other people's desires and needs and wants and programming and realize that using those was just a shield an undercover excuse to keep giving up on my dream. You may have something in your life that sounds similar. I hope not, I really do. My experience in having spoken with so many people on this journey, my experience with personal growth and development and becoming a coach is that it has a tendency to tear your life open to tear your inner world from you and shake it up and pour everything out on the ground so that you can you can see it and deal with it and acknowledge it and maybe even thank it that seems to to be a place i can get to When I get enough distance from it and I think most of us Would find that to be true In the moment it can be really hard in the moment We may be spinning around thinking holy this is never gonna work. What am I doing? I I feel miserable and I'm I'm feeling sure what the hell am I gonna do with my life? What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? And then A year later, two years later, five years later, we look up and say, oh, huh. Because either we figured it out or we didn't and we come back down that spiral again and that's okay. That's okay. If you're asking yourself right now, what am I going to do with my life? I invite you to close your eyes and ask yourself what you really want to do. I would venture to guess that the dream that you started out with is still there. Even if it's slightly blurry around the edges or a little bit muted than it was before. Or if it's changed a little bit, I would venture to guess it's still there. And it's okay to not know for a moment It's okay to be worried and concerned and anxious. And there is light at the end of that tunnel. Do with your life what you have purpose to do. No matter what anyone says. No matter what anyone tells you. Those things, those beliefs belong to them not you you don't have to take them I carried them and around halfway around the world and dropped them off in the ocean in another country you may not be able especially this year to be able to do that but you can let them go and you can know exactly what you're going to do with your life it can be exactly what you dream of I'll even venture to say it is. Creative Empress, it is my honor to be here with you tonight and every night for the next year and beyond. We rise together. Ciao. I hope you loved that episode as much as I loved making it. If you haven't already hit the subscribe button, join us for our daily dose of complexity elimination. That's what this podcast is all about. You'll be learning strategies, mindsets, hearing interviews, all with that one focus. And if you know somebody who needs this, please share it with them too. We rise together here at Creative Empress.